Welcome to the Digital Prosperity Podcast, the show for small and medium-sized businesses who want to get more traffic, get more leads, and get more sales from their website. So if you want to improve your business strategy, stay up to date with the latest sales and marketing technology and learn specific marketing tactics that can keep your business ahead of the pack, then this is the show for you as the JDR Group bring you ideas, motivation and inspiration to help you attract your ideal clients and customers. And here's your host, Will Williamson. Hello, welcome to the Digital Prosperity Podcast with me, Will Williamson and David Roberts. Hello, Dave. Hello, Will. Good morning to our listeners. Uh, today's topic... Because it is morning at the moment. Well, yeah, it's, it's good morning, to let people know. Yeah, whatever the, time of day you're, yeah, you're listening yeah, to this, it's morning for us right. in our world. That's so right, good morning. that's right. But if it's in the evening for someone, good evening, or the afternoon, good afternoon. Thank you, Dave. No problem. <laughs> today's topic... Today's topic... That was a joke, everybody. ...is uh, why your website designer could be costing you money. Yeah, that's astonishing to think that your web designer might be costing you money i mean obviously you probably have to pay your website designer so they're probably costing you money on that front but what we mean is by not creating a website designed to generate inquiries leads and new business your website designer could be costing your business much more than whatever it is you paid them see i have a theory i've got a theory well that a lot of small to medium-sized business owners has actually lost faith with a website being able to generate leads. Mm -hmm. And they have a website now out of necessity because all the competitors have got one, um, et cetera, et cetera, and they don't want to be seen without one. I can remember when business owners used to say that they don't need a website, their customers know where they are. Mm -hmm. But now, if your website goes down, they feel like they're going. To, their business is in trouble. It's as it's as bad as their telephone lines going down. When websites first came about, they came about as something where there's going to be the new sales generator to generate more inquiries, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But for a good, I think the statistic from Google is ninety percent of small to medium-sized business owners' websites don't work. Yeah, yeah, which is astonishing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know, when, when I've, I've been met thousands and thousands of businesses and I've seen it over and over again, so to me it isn't. But it, when you actually, you know, to anybody else, you would think most websites would be generating business. It would be the most important single piece of marketing that most businesses will do is to invest in their website. With the amount of traffic on Google and all the other search engines, there's no reason why any business out there shouldn't be getting a fair share of inquiries from their website. Let's just put that out there. Now, um, we're not uh, we're not uh, recording this to criticise website designers. Nope, um, definitely we, not. You know, we've we've designed a lot of websites ourselves, but it's important to understand that uh, having a website designed is not the same thing as building a web presence that's going to generate leads. Those two are separate things. And what a website designer will do is to be able to make a website look nice. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work in terms of lead generation or uh, online sales. So what we're going to go through in uh, today's show is 11 ways that your website designer could be cost, 11 of the things that could be hurting you. Now the first one is that lots of times when people build a website, they'll have, their, it's, it's almost like it's an extension of their brochure. 
it's a list of their products and services and a contact us page. In other words, there are very few calls to action throughout the site. You have, I, I see it on page after page after page on people's websites, you go into depth about a particular service that you offer or a particular product you offer, and then there's no, there's no next step. You just go, here's all my information, and then decide to do what you will with it, rather than saying, here's all my information, and here is the first step that you should take, and here's how to take it. Yeah, well, uh, and the reason why that happens is because um, that knowledge isn't out there in, suffi in sufficient numbers. Um, a call to action is a very basic fundamental of any website. It's, it's basic in terms of the, the kind of the technical work required to do it, but the actual kind of strategic thought of like, because that involves understanding the sales process, doesn't it? And understanding what, uh, what, what kind of information buyers will be looking for and when and what steps they should take and when. So actually how the calls to action are put together on a site is a, is a strategic process as well as just the yeah. design bit. And my point is, is if you know about lead generation, yeah. that is the number one implementation strategy you should be using yeah. on any website. Yeah, And that's the distinction between um, a web designer and somebody who knows how to design a website to generate leads. Yeah. So um, once again, we're not saying that all web designers are rubbish. We say, do all of them have the knowledge to do what we're talking about today and not all of them do. The second thing is is the, the quality of the content because while a web designer is very good at the graphics and the, the artwork, actually one of the most single most important things that will affect the performance of your website is the content. And a lot of businesses, that's that's something that they struggle with, having the time and resources to actually write and produce the content for their site. Yeah, when you think about your website being an extension of your business, it's really important that you take the time to make sure that content does its job. Mm. Because when someone hits the site, it's that's what's going to give them the motivation to take that next step. So mm. the content is very very important to go with those call to actions the third is is seo because uh, seo is a, is a contentious subject well that's what it is, <laughs> is um, there's a lot of people listening to us who would have used seo uh, business operators and agencies etc etc and got no results tangible results on the back of it or think that it's a load of hogwash to do SEO with your website. Yeah, and SEO is a, is a big subject and there's a lot to it, but there are some simple things that you can do when you're putting a site together. Um, and when we do assessments and analysis of, of, of businesses' websites for them, uh, it's really common that we find that even the fundamentals aren't done. Um, so a web designer will know the graphics and know the artwork and know how to make something look nice but they won't necessarily know or understand search engine optimization and how to get those pages ranking well in the search engines quite often it's a dip they're two different skills now there's some designers out there that have both skills but in my it's experience there's rare. A, it's rare for them to have that absolutely right and the, the, the fourth is this approach of making the website a, a brochure yeah, and yeah. But thinking you, of it as a brochure. Before you go into the fourth, sorry to interrupt you, Will, but before you go into that, it's very important for me to say that SEO does work. Right. It, it does take time. And 
don't lose the faith with it because it's an important part of your internet marketing mix absolutely one of the things that would be would be good if uh, if seo is a, an important topic for you be to go back to listen to our show called why seo by itself isn't mm. always enough which goes into this in much more detail yeah so yeah and um, making making the website an online brochure so you know that what that means is is just listing your products and services and a bit of company information that's a that's a brochure style website where a modern website would would be different would be in having refresh content opinion articles social content perhaps social media feeds so things that are more dynamic and that are happening on an ongoing basis rather than just it being a kind of a static company portfolio yeah because the buyers or your potential visitors on your website have changed and they do want that interaction and that and they do want that engagement. And people generally are looking for a lot more information now. People search online looking for information. Absolutely. And if they can't find the information that they're looking for in your company or about your products or services, they'll go somewhere else and try and find yeah. it. They won't yeah. ring you up and ask you. Yeah. They'll try and find it somewhere else online. Yeah. And that's the biggest shift in websites of today. There needs to be more content on them, more relevant, engaging content. And that's what Google wants to see as well. Um, number five is is over um, over sorry over complicating get my teeth in now over complicating the message with visual design. In other words, trying to make the site look too pretty so that you actually lose the message. Some with some designers, they're putting a website together for speed so they can do it as quickly as possible, get on to their next job. Uh, with others, they're they're designing the website as a personal vanity project to try and win awards or to put it on their portfolio. Yeah, you're being controversial now. Well, it's not like you. Eh? Well, and, I'm expecting and not, <laughs> a lot of complaints after this podcast, let me tell you. Uh, but, you the first but, time. but your points uh, are valid. Sometimes, actually, just, just having a very uncomplicated site with a clear sales message actually works far better than having lots of complicated images or clever moving graphics and things like that. Yeah. Um, the, the sixth point is not using landing pages. And, yeah, absolutely. So... Um, landing pages will are uh, get confused by people that we speak to all the time. They're not quite sure what a landing page is, are they? Now, what what we mean in this in this environment, because a landing page could just be the first page that you visit on a site. But what we mean is a is a page on your site that is designed around conversion, um, that's designed to get somebody to opt in or to buy or to take some kind of action. And a typical landing page. Uh, would have the rest of the navigation and the rest of all the clutter that's on a normal website page stripped away and just focus on one message, one offer, and one outcome that you're looking for. That's so right. it focuses the attention and you generate better conversion rates on those types of pages. That's right. Number seven is no ongoing plan for promotion, marketing, basically traffic. How are you going to drive traffic to the website once it's designed and built? And where those... The, those visitors are going to go to and what the flow is going to be. Now, in fairness, well, um, especially on that one, a, a web designer is only as good as the client sometimes, yeah? And if the client is is unaware or doesn't want to pay for that ongoing work, then, you know, their hands are tied, in fairness. But it's once a website isn't a one thing. Once it's designed and built, that's it. It's got to be maintained, like you have to maintain your business. I think that's a really good point because 
you know, it, this can sound like we're criticizing website designers, but actually, really, it's an understanding that when, if you want your website to generate leads and inquiries, you actually need more than just a website. You, there needs to be part of the marketing strategy behind it, and uh, there needs to be thought about traffic and conversion and the buying process and who your buyers are and content and all of that kind of stuff. And if you go to a designer, they're, they're a designer. They're not qualified in all those other areas. So you either need to have all of that strategy mapped out and all that understanding yourself, or you need to find a marketing company rather than a website design agency. Correct. Correct. And if you're not sure where to go for that information, because it's there, you, if you've got a decent Google Analytics, mm. in, decent site with Google Analytics installed, mm -hmm. it's going to give you all the information you need. Yeah, the next two points are about um, something that's now common, particularly with WordPress and with sites like Squarespace and various others. It's a lack of originality, and it's a um, uh, people buying, investing in their websites based on on price, looking for because there's, there's a lot of ways of getting a you know, of course, it's very a cheap website nowadays. Yeah, and they can look really good because of the, you've got pre-designed templates and, and themes. And if you're on a small budget, well, there's nothing wrong with that. It's better than having nothing. But if it's if if you're a good-sized company or an established company, and your website, which it is, is, is your biggest single marketing asset, you don't want to have be using a template that's also being used by hundreds or even thousands of other businesses. Correct. Um, and where you fit your marketing message around the template rather than designing the website to fit around your marketing message. Yeah. Now, um, number 10 is no conversion strategy. Now, where I'd say, because we've talked about calls to action, we've talked about landing pages to convert visitors. The conversion strategy goes beyond that. It goes into things like um, understanding USP, understanding use, the use of social proof. Case um, studies case studies, testimonials, accreditations, etc., etc., and it, And it also, it can go beyond once they've actually completed a form, can't it? And go on to things like lead nurturing, which is also something we've talked about in previous episodes, where once someone signs up to your newsletter or downloads a white paper from your website, there is a follow-up sequence, a nurturing sequence of emails designed to help convert that lead into a sale. Yeah, absolutely, and that's the newest innovation for small to mid-sized business owners to um, get to know and understand which we're talking about marketing automation there yeah and if anyone hasn't looked into that they should do because that as i said is the next effective way of you generating more inquiries from your website going forward uh, our final point is about the architecture of the website when planning this the content on the site a lot of business owners will just start with a list of pages and they'll hand that over. And they don't really map it out in terms of their buyers and their customers and the questions they're going to ask and how you want to lead people from page to page. So that the actual structuring of, of the pages and the subsections within the website has a bearing on how people use the site, uh, it has a bearing on uh, the conversion rates, and it has a big bearing on SEO, how the pages are organised. And what the pages are called according to the keywords that people use. So that type of that type of planning, you won't get with a, a, a like a, a, an off-the-shelf theme or a website, you know, silver package from someone's website for four hundred pounds. That's <laughs> going to be put together quickly uh, and efficiently, and it makes a difference in the end result. Yeah, it does. So what I'm hoping that 
our listeners are getting from this is not a um, bashing of web designers or anything of that nature. It's them being educated in the areas that are important for a modern website mm -hmm. to get the results that they want to get mm. from their website. It's the onus is on them to understand their business and what they want to achieve from their website. Mm -hmm. And in knowing that, they'll make the right decision about who does their website. Mm -hmm. And by making that right decision, they're going to get a bigger result. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's about an understanding that a website design is only a very small part of what your website, what exactly. makes your website successful. And if you're one of those people who do, it has a website. I don't want any more business. I've just got a website there because I need one. Okay, this isn't for you. But if you're one of those people who want to take your business and your online um, footprint further, then this is definitely a podcast for you. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Thanks thank for you for listening. Nice to be with you, Will. Look forward to the next one. See you next week.